The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. morning and welcome to another edition of analyze this here on your npr station in the u.s virgin Islands, wtjxfm where yours truly neville james it's a beautiful day in paradise it really is nice to say water looks calm visibility and like we've been for the majority of december and a couple of days into january but it's still beautiful though it's nice got a great show today it's my understanding that Calvert White is going to be joining our latest this morning. We're going to be talking about a number of different things that the uh, Department of Sports, Park, and Recreation dealing with. Of course, you know, that was one of the agencies that had uh, a lot of uh, recovery uh, projects uh, to uh, you know, make the infrastructure better here in the territory. So I was looking forward to talking to him. We always talk some sports. Uh, as well, I reached out to uh, Nicole Parsons because uh, she had mentioned on Tuesday that um, they have a screening tonight at um, the Priorholic uh, Hall of Antilly School. They met Opera Malcolm X, and it's tonight at 7 p.m., so I reached out to her to have her to call in uh, uh, around 8.10 so she could talk not only about uh, tonight's screening, but the forum uh, in general and uh, the season, uh, how the season has gone so far and what they provide over there uh, on the um, southeastern side of uh, St. Thomas. So looking forward to that. And of course, you know, uh, beginning tomorrow night, um, the, the meeting, it's going to take place at the Caribbean Community Theater. Uh, I had their flyer, but I can't seem to find it. Um, and it's taking place. I know um, director Lionel Downer. Uh, we got um, Mr. Robert Raphael and Justin Smith playing um, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, uh, respectively. So, and, uh, and Wanton Harris also. Uh, is playing uh, a role in that as well. So, I, uh, that's tomorrow night, uh, 8 p.m., Saturday, 8 p.m., and then Sunday at 4 p.m., the matinee on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Those are a couple of events uh, that we're looking at. Of course, um, January and February of every year, are uh, times when um, we uh, remember um, Malcolm and, and uh, well, Martin Luther King and Malcolm Martin Luther King Day, a national holiday. I think the Virgin Islands was the first jurisdiction under the American flag to commemorate and, and pay homage uh, to uh, his passing. And it that's Monday coming up. So this year falls on the 15th. 
um, uh huh, and then of course uh, Malcolm X. Uh, he was murdered on February twenty first, nineteen sixty five. So we're looking at a uh, next year. I'll make sixty years. Wow. So that's that's interesting. Yesterday, um, had a great bush tea conversation uh, with uh, Dwayne Henry, and I saw one of my childhood friends. Um, Ricky Carrington yesterday afternoon and you know we were having uh, he said I was listening to the show earlier and uh, that was good that um, you actually had a caller who called in and validated how um, citizens can be victims of double jeopardy and I was saying yo that's all I need man all I need is one, you know, and uh, uh, of course I'd like to have more, but just one example alone uh, is proof that um, you know you can be you you, you can pay a, a significant penalty uh, if you don't stay on top of things, and if not only even if you stay on top of things, uh, you know there there are just certain dynamics out there, you know, in the legal world that can, um, you know, bring about a lot of uh, unexpected costs. And, you know, the double jeopardy argument, as explained by uh, Dwayne Henry, um, where, you know, you, you can't really be tried for the same offense twice. Um, but in, in, in the instant uh, of the caller, you know, homes damaged in the hurricanes, contractors, Undermining them, and then the next thing you know, they go get lawyers, so they're paying legal fees. Um, then they're, they're paying uh, for they're, they're they're paying for um, the, in addition to the actual fees, they got to pay for you know the, the the cost for you know when a contractor doesn't deliver, and then you got contractors got lawyers, unbelievable. So. Uh, Good looking out, uh, Ricky Carrington, uh, and uh, I want to thank the the listener yesterday for sending me that text message, uh, which uh, proved that uh, the, the incidents uh, in the legal world that we're talking about are real. Uh, Ms. Parsons has uh, joined us, uh, Nicole Parsons, um, from the forum, the Priorholic Hall over there uh, at Antilles School. Good morning, Nicole. Happy New Year. How are you? Can't get, can't hear. Good morning. Are you there? Good morning. There we go. There we go. Good morning. How are you? I am good. How are you today? I'm doing well. Happy New Year. Same to you and and everybody at the station. Uh, how, pretty... how were how were your holidays? Oh, nice and quiet. I can't complain. Went very well. Very very well. How was yours? Same same as you. We <clears> had <throat> we had a calm. Christmas and a calm new year and um, just took, took the time before the hectic part starts, right? Comes January. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, how's, how's St. Thomas? It is beautiful. We had a little bit of rain, but there was an amazing um, rainbow popping up. Very clear. So, that was a good sign of the day. Okay, good. 
So the forum, first of all, for those who may be listening uh, for the first time and not aware of um, what the forum is and uh, what it what it attempts to represent and bring to the people of the territory, um, give us a little background about the forum. Yes. So the forum is a nonprofit organization that brings world-renowned musicians to the territory. Um, of course, to enrich and to enjoy and to really see what the rest of the world presents and, and to inspire. We have so much musical talent um, here on the island and young people are so curious that we make it a point that it is reachable. Sometimes you can only read about it and of course now it's a little different. You can see it on YouTube, but still you don't quite know what to look for. So since 1996, um, the forum has been bringing world-renowned musicians to the territory. And we have our focus on the classical music. Um, but we're also screening the Met Opera from New York and the National Theater from London. So it's, uh, it's pretty much a whole package. So it's also for people that are used to going to certain type of events on the mainland. Um, and then they move here and they have no access that easily as what you have in the bigger cities. So th those people enjoy it a lot as well. So our season runs from October till May. And we end our season in May with a film festival. It's a pretty, pretty complete program that is in existence for um, a very long time. And it's great that you're actually asking about the forum itself, because normally we talk right away about the events, because we're, um, we're making changes. So there we were a little small, and we were very intense and bringing great things. Um, the board of the forum decided actually this week or last week that, um, that we're going to grow. So we're going we're gonna to be more of a presence in the community. And we're also reaching out to other performing arts uh, organizations. We already have a strong working relationship with St. John's School of the Arts. And, um, and I'm reaching out now to the performing arts organizations on St. Croix as well, so that we can work closer together because there's so much to bring. And, and I think working together is the most important part to really serve the community. Now, um, it's a combination of live performances and screenings, right? Yes, correct. And you started on uh, October 7th, and you're going to run all the way until uh, um, May. The film festivals May May 8th, May 15th, and May 22nd. Correct. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the season right now, uh, season 2023, 2024. Um, how did the Gordon Rea um, performance go? Well, that was a speaker. It was very interesting. It is one of those things that I think we as people, we, we skip it quickly. Um, that, that era, because we don't have that much relationship with it. But, yeah, the whole civil war and, and the, the complexity of it, but also seeing how many... People were so instrumental in, in, in the Civil War itself, of course, but also the, the time frame after. 
sort of building up communities, and especially in the black community, how many people were really determined, and he, he went into that really specifically, um, to build up their community, and they did. And they succeeded for a long time. Now, it was over time not always sustainable, but it is very inspiring to see that um, the relationship what, where we're living in now, the time frame and the challenges, are not that different than after the Civil War, where you're really um, being focused on building communities. And that is really... Yes, one or two people can make a difference, and they did, and they do, and they still do. Um, but you really need to work together to make it sustainable, so that it is not only for 40 years or 50 years or uh, or 20 years, but that it can be, you know, hundreds of years that there is really a prosperity in a certain area. So that was really revealing that you see that, that we really as people repeat ourselves. And that we need to learn from that and, and look deeper into the roots of why we do that. And then you had a screening of Frankenstein later that month. How did that go? That was great. He's alive. And, uh, the, the National <laughs> Theater has a, has a certain following um, that people that come because it's not always easy, right? If you're not used to seeing plays like that on a stage, it's not easy to uh, to get into. So, but we had a nice turnout, and um, and it's always inspiring to see great actors, um, you know, giving you that experience of of the stage and and storytelling. No. Um the 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 prior holy call is at the Antilles school right yes and, correct and um so you so when when the forum holds events uh, at that venue there's a lot of logistic responsibilities that come with um setting up and and making sure that uh um the the facility is back to normal by the time you're done mhm correct correct well for for Every event, um, and, and there's a little bit of a history, um, Mr. Neil Pryor, he initiated um, building the Pryor Jolly Hall and, and then donated it to the, to the school because it had no auditorium. So the school is used to maintaining the hall as being an auditorium, especially for their amazing drama program. Um, that is in the school, no, in the prior Jalagal during the school, you know, the, during the duration of the school times. So they have a whole staff. I mean, you have been to the MCM building, for instance, where you had taste uh, of two islands. Mm -hmm. um, there's a whole staff on campus that is really focused on the MCM building and the prior Jalagal and events. So that's a blessing for us, right? <laughs> So for us to, to do the events, we work closely together with the, with the events team of Antilles. Okay, that's good. Now, um, so tonight um, you have the Malcolm X uh, screening, but this is um, in association with the Met? Yes, correct. So the Met Opera um, developed a new, uh, 
you know, met opera, the ex Malcolm X, the life and times of Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. And we are, um, we are able to screen. So that means they recording it live in the hall at Lincoln Center in New York City. And it's actually everywhere, and they call it rural areas, right? We're talking into rural areas. Mm-hmm. And rural areas around the United States are having the opportunity to screen. So they, they record, and they send the recording to us to screen it. And it's similar as what WTGX did um, with certain, with certain Met Opera screenings on TV. This is just like you see it in the Pryogelic Hall on a bigger screen. And it has done a little bit more of an atmosphere than when you see it at home. If you have an idea that you're in a, in a hall like, like they have at Lincoln Center in New York. Um, talk about your relationship um, with the Met. Um, that goes way back, right? Yes, especially when they started the screening. That is when we did it right away. So that that goes years back. And most of the people, and that was also the inspiration, and we're really thankful for that, um, how we got to that point is that the the numbers of board members of the forum, they go to the Met Operas whenever they can, Mm -hmm. uh, when they're on the mainland. So that's where the inspiration came from. From Well, you have it in New York, in this amazing hall, and, and you see this whole production, which is, you know, all the costumes, the music, <clears throat> the musicians, it's it's all live, right? So, so many different elements, just like a Broadway show, but this is done another genre. Yeah. And, and they were inspired to say, like, well, we have to show people that this exists. And if they can see this, that can be an inspiration to further on in life, look at it and go into live events. Um, to really the performances, but also to hear how the storytelling can take place in a whole other setting. Yeah, we'll hold up right there. We're going to take a break. We got Miss Nicole Parsons from the Forum uh, joining us. They've got uh, the Life and Times uh, of Malcolm X uh, screening tonight, the Met Opera, uh, beginning at 7 p.m. over at the Priorholic uh, Hall. We'll take a break and be back right after this. Fresh Start, the Bank of St. Croix provides in-person service, personal and business checking accounts, online banking, and mobile apps for banking on the go, a nonprofit community investment checking account, and a 24-hour banking cash management platform. There are two locations, one in Gallus Bay and one in Peters Rest. The Bank of St. Croix has something for everyone. Contact a customer service specialist for details regarding our nonprofit community investment checking account. Member FDIC. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. I wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. 
weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Doom scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, but it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Raina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. And we're back here to analyze this. Um, my friend uh, over there from um, St. Thomas, St. John, uh, Nicole Parsons from the Forum is joining us. And uh, their season uh, is in full flight. Uh, it began on October 7th um, with uh, the Kevin Jansen Piano Trio. Um, and uh, the Forum is a combination of live performances and uh, screenings live in, each, in, in high definition. And uh, tonight... Um, this will be their uh, sixth event uh, this year, right? They've had the Kevin Jansen Piano Trio, uh, Mr. Gordon Rhea, and the Dolphins uh, back on uh, December 16th. And they've also had, uh, this is the third live screening, right? They've had three live performances, and this is the third uh, live screening. They've had Life of uh, P.I., uh, Frankenstein, and tonight, uh, Malcolm X. Uh, the Met Opera. Uh, good morning once again, Ms. Parsons. Glad to have you on. Good morning, Nicole. Hi, good morning. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, good. Glad to have you on. So, um, these events, um, you open the courtyard at 6 p.m. so people can, you know, mingle a little bit and get comfortable, and then the screening begins at 7 p.m.? Correct. So we, we do, for before every event, we open the courtyard of the Praia Jalak Hall um, an hour before so that people can walk up. Amalia Cafe has small meals and, and beverages. The nice thing is you can come, you can mingle, and get a little bit of an atmosphere of an evening out. And then uh, the screenings are starting at 7. So tonight, courtyard open at 6. Screening starts at 7, and our live event is an hour later. Yeah. <clears throat> so courtyard is then open at 7, mm-hmm. and the event starts at 8. Okay. All I want is for one person, just one person, to walk up to you and say, you know, Ms. Parsons, I, I heard you this morning. I analyzed this, and um, that's why I came. So uh, just let me know that, that at least one person yeah. said that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if they've done that in the past, but uh, hopefully... Uh, that's that that'll happen tonight and with future events uh, going forward. 
That sounds wonderful. And, and, and tell you what, if that happens, I will come back on and the person that comes to me say, I heard you at Neville James yeah. and it inspired me to check it out. That's what I'm talking <laughs> I about. I will make sure that they get a complimentary ticket for our live event <laughs> February 11th. Yeah. Uh, February um, 11th, no, February 10th. 10th. Sorry. Yeah, February 10th, yeah. Saturday, February 10th, because today is the 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, February 10th, we have the ama- amazing um, Imani Wing. Mm-hmm. It is a brass ensemble, which actually the forum tried to get them for the last 10 years, and it never happened. So for us, it's a staple right now to uh, to have Imani Wind. It's, uh, it's a diverse wind ensemble, um, people from different backgrounds, different cultures coming together and um, making amazing music. The basis is classical, but <laughs> just what you had, uh, you had uh, Terrence Blanchard on, um, on Analyze This as well. Yeah. You, you can see it in that category. There's a lot of extra elements to it that, that, that makes it a kind of a crossover. And it's a it's a really nice blend, so I will encourage people to to definitely come February tenth to um, to check out this brass ensemble. They're in high they're in high demand around the world. That's why it took ten years to get them. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Um, Imani Winds. That's on February tenth. Uh, extraordinary Wind Instrument Quintet, whose dynamic yeah. and adventurous repertoire. Uh, includes traditional chamber music and newly commissioned works that reflect historical events. But February, uh, unlike the other months, you actually have two live performances in February because there's also the Water Island Festival uh, a couple of weeks later, right? On February 23rd and February 24th. Correct. And the exciting part is what I mentioned earlier, that the forum is focused on growth and more present presence in the community is that the Water Island Festival this year is going to be um, an example of what's to come for other seasons in the future because we're collaborating now um, with Lucien Daos from St. Croix yeah. and with Antilly School and Amy Gibbs on St. Thomas and we're developing the VI Contemporary Art and Music Festival. So this year, and that's territory-wide, right? So we be asking artists to connect with Lucian and with Amy um, to see if they can come. It's it's not a competition, but they will be screened because we are really building a certain atmosphere. But uh, this year, it's still going to be called Via Contemporary um, and Water Island Festival, but we are we're growing into a broader VI contemporary art and music festival. So the music will be two days, like in the calendar, the Friday and the Saturday, but there's an art show opening up and the art show will be in the courtyard of the Praia Dialog Hall. The art show will be opening up February 22nd with a special event. And then the art will stay so you see the art as well on the Friday when we have the music and the Saturday as well. And then there is an open door art show during during the day on Saturday and Sunday that people can just come in. But I would I would advise for people to put it in the calendar 
February 22nd, the opening of an amazing uh, collaborative art show. And then on the Friday and Saturday, the 23rd and 24th, it's art and music. So you, you're coming. If you're just coming for the music, you still see the art and vice versa. Um, and then there is a, a regular open door art show during the day on the 24th and the 25th. So, so um, the Water Island Festival is being held uh, at the uh, Prior Holic Hall over there on St. Thomas. Correct. Okay. Okay, good. And the exciting part is that we're really going to grow um, more into a festival atmosphere. So there's art added to it and a culinary aspect, and that will all be in the courtyard. Okay, that's good. Now, tonight's event um, is the beginning of uh, four consecutive Met Opera screenings, right? The first two screenings were with the London uh, National Theatre. Uh, but tonight yes. uh, tonight begins the first of four consecutive Met Opera screenings. Scre screenings. Um, Correct. And uh, tonight with Malcolm X, in, on February 1st, you have Dead Man Walking. Uh, on February 15th, you have Carmen. Uh, on March 21st, you have Amazonas. Talk a little bit about yes. um, how you came about putting the schedule together. Well, the Met Opera, um, you have two choices. I, for instance, what WTJX did with the Magic Flute, that is a recording from last year, and you always can choose those to screen. Um, and there are the new ones every year. And the Met Opera gives us a list. Uh, over the summer to let us know, okay, these are the ones, these are the new productions that are going to be filmed and screened and documented, um, and these are the time frames. So out of a list, the board of the forum is sitting down and looking over them, um, and then you just can choose um, the one you like to. And that, of course, you need to also look at the dates, because these are new, most of them are all new, uh, performances, so we need to wait till it really has been at the Met this season, and then they record it, and then we can um, we can screen it. That's why they're all a little later in the season, and we had the, the National Theater in the beginning because most of them were all are all recorded a little later in the season. But that's that is pretty much the process, and they have this um, technology company. Who runs the whole screening part? So they are they are the hub for the rest of the United States that that you connect with, and and they making sure that you get everything on time and um, and in the right right quality. Because that is what I must say is not a regular screening. They're really quality. There's a quality control in place. So it's a high end screening. That's why we say live in HD. But they also put requirements on us. You need to have a certain sound system because, you know, there's nothing worse than seeing something beautiful with a horrible sound. <laughs> because the music mm -hmm. is a big element or the most important element of it, of course, of the total experience. And you've got Dead Man Walking coming up on February 1st? Yes. Okay. I'm just looking, looking at it right now. Um, and what we're also looking at, right, when we go over all the different 
presentations the Met Opera has is then, you know, as a board, uh, the board really looks at the variety. Like, okay, yeah. um, you have different genres. You don't want, you know, three or four uh, Met Opera screenings that have in the same atmosphere. Correct. So Markham, Malcolm X is, is like different, totally different than Empowerment because the music is, is really written and recorded and you know and then the costume and everything the whole atmosphere is totally different because it's a whole nother story and the music is composed towards the story to create that atmosphere so every met opera we choose or that the board presents and and, and want to screen it's really a, it's a thorough process to really get those different atmospheres. And, because it's uh, really the combination of the story that's being told and the music gives gives the feeling that you're there. A lot of things are, are historically as well, so the music is then also composed a certain way. And actually, this particular um, um, screening, um, the Malcolm X, it, it received a lot of re, uh, rave reviews. Um, the New York Times uh, said, True staying power. It's unbroken flow from genre to genre. As graceful as anything in opera. Speaks to contemporary life. Dreams of a better future. Has the opportunity to become what it, what is always what it always should have been. An American classic. That's how the New York yeah. Times reviewed uh, the Malcolm X. Uh, Mid opera, and then uh, MSNBC said, "Not just a thought-provoking show; it is also highly entertaining. You must go see Malcolm X." So it looks like you have something yeah, very, very uh, powerful to present yeah, uh, tonight. And for the audience, for the audience to know, right? Because in the performing arts, and we all do it in our lives as well, of course, that if you do something, you're looking for great comments to. To, you know, to showcase people that you're doing the right thing. But the two that you mentioned, like the New York Times, they are really honest in mm-hmm. their reviews. Yeah. So I can honestly say we, in the past, we had met opera that we thought would be great. And then afterwards, when we already scheduled it, you read the, the met opera um, review and it is horrible. So... For the New York Times to say this about Malcolm X, it, it is really true. So I, I would encourage people to see it because it's a staple. It's not something you can see every day because once it's off the schedule of the Met Opera, it's just not there. Um, so it's not something, oh, I go on YouTube and I can see it or I go to Netflix and I can see it. No, that's not how it works. So they they are performing it at the hall at Lincoln Center, it's, it's screened, but you can only see it there where it's particularly screened. It is not that they give it out to the public to generally see it. And this, uh, for this, those, it's one of those staples that you really want New York Times. If you don't want to miss it, you want to have to be there. And for those uh, who may be interested in um, um, doing a little research about uh, the Met Opera. Um, the website is www.metopera.org, and um, they have a list of the different um, <coughs> performances. 
um, for the 2023-2024 season. And, of course, uh, Malcolm X, um, which actually was in December, uh, November 3rd to December 2nd. It ran for a month, ran for a month, and then uh, we get to see the screen tonight. um, It's it's really a a comprehensive website. Um, They have uh, all of the different um, performers. Um, They they give some, some background on them. And then there's actually a, um, I, was just, I was just noticing in here, The Making of Malcolm. And there's, a, there's an article um, uh, that, that comes out um, uh, to give you some more background and more understanding of uh, the composers and the poets and uh, the poem performers and all that. So uh, this is awesome. Um, I'm, like, I'm liking yeah, this. The Med, the Med Opera website is just what you're saying. It, it gives all the information. Yeah. And if you if you go into a little deeper, you see that you can actually, as an individual, you can sign up and and see some of the med operas at home. So you can screen at home. You need to sign up. You need to pay for it. Mm-hmm. It's not that much, but um, but it gives all the information needed. And then there's also little, there's also personal interviews um, with the with, yes. with the with the directors and the performers and all that. So this is this is this is cool. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely like yeah, this. What they do, and they have intermission and they have interview times. So what they do when they have this, the evening screening or this, you know, the evening that is going to be screened, they have the interviews as well. So they have intermission. During the intermission, they are interviewing the artist. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when we are screening it, that is one of the things you see. Okay. Some are very okay. long, so we be skipping some of them when mm-hmm. we're screening because the Met Opera itself is already uh, three hours and 20 minutes. But definitely on the website, you can see those interviews. and then Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at them. I'm looking a, at, these, a view. at these clips right now. The, the links for these clips, you can see that uh, it's very, very comprehensive uh, and, and well put together. Correct. Yeah, so we're going to take our final break, come back, wrap up this conversation with Miss Nicole Parsons. Talk a little bit more about the forum. Of course, tonight they've got a screening on Malcolm X, the life and times of. Um, so we'll take a break and be back right after this. Weekend Edition, two hours of news, interviews, new music, new books, rattling good stories, interesting people, challenging analysis, laughs, air shows, and donkey rides for the kids. So come along with us. Weekend Edition, Saturday mornings from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. With so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. 
Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Sometimes you need a moment to just step back, relax, and listen to your favorite song. I'm Raina Duris, and on the next World Cafe, maybe I can help you find something new to love, or maybe remind you of something you've been missing. There's so much music out there to enjoy, so take a moment, take a breath, and tune in to World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. here and uh, analyze this uh, nice uh, Arch Thursday uh, conversation with Nicole Parsons out of St. Thomas or St. John? Ms. Parsons? Hi, Neville. Uh, you ba- you're based in St. Thomas or St. John? We're based on St. Thomas. St. Thomas, okay, good. Yes. Got a question. How much are tickets for tonight's Malcolm X screening? So the screening is $20 for adults, mm-hmm. and we have a special pricing for teachers, which is $10. That's also for the live events, right? Teachers are always $10 for us, because we find it very important that they can access as much information as possible so that they can bring it back to the classroom, mm-hmm. or even bring their students, because students are for free for the Met Opera, and then... Um, yeah, the live events are on $30, but tonight it's $20 for adults, 10 for teachers, and students and, and younger people are for free. Okay. So one of my people I'm from seeing John checking in. What time is it going to be over so they could head back over to Red Hook to catch the catch the ferry? Uh, well, normally when people come from St. John, they sometimes need to leave a little earlier, but they definitely can be back on the 10 o'clock. Okay. Okay, good. At 10, at 10 o'clock ferry, so they go be back in cruise maybe yeah. by 10.20. Okay. Okay, that's good. So $20 um, they, they for... Need, they need to leave a little earlier. If they like to take the risk for the 11 o'clock, they can, but they can always call me because we, we have more people um, sometimes to coming from St. John. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you want, so I can keep them. If you want, if, if, if you, if so you that want, they leave on time. <laughs> if, yeah, if, if you wanna, if you wanna catch that ten o'clock ferry, you wanna leave there about nine thirty. Um, yeah. uh, right. so you could take that drive over on the south side, head out east uh, to Red Hook, and hop on the ferry to take you over to uh, uh, Cruise Bay. Um, so looking forward beyond uh, tonight. Um, you you're excited about um presentations going forward, taking us up to May. Yes. Yes, because just what you say, how comprehensive the Met Opera is, 
Uh, we're closing our season in April, April 13. Not closing our season, I'll say it wrong. It's closing our season with live performances because we still have the film. Uh, April 13th is a collaboration with the Sphinx Foundation. Now, as you, I will encourage everybody to look up the Sphinx Foundation. That is a foundation focused on classical music, and they help a lot of young people. That is their main course. They help the young people in, in vulnerable communities focused on black and Hispanic classical students. So young people who want to develop into the classical world. Um, the reason why we also have contact with them is because Tainetta McIntosh, originally from the Virgin Islands, she lives in New York now, but she's also a board member there. Um, just to show how much happens behind the scene, that people from the Virgin Islands are working really hard to be sure that exposure is number one. <laughs> Um, but the beautiful thing is the Strange Organization comes with an 18-piece orchestra. That's going to be like, a, you know, a big blowout, so to speak. So April 13th, um, Sphinx Virtuosi, they're called, is an 18-piece orchestra. They will play in a smaller setting on St. John on April 12th. And they will play in the full setting April 13th at the Praia Jolicoe. Okay. But again, Sphinx, the Sphinx Foundation, I will encourage people, please look it up, see what it is, because it's very interesting. And and they really love to build the relationship even closer with the Virgin Islands so that the young classical musicians and students can really benefit from what that organization is doing worldwide. And then, of course... Um the live performances wrap up in April, and then you have um, the three events on the 8th, 15th, and 22nd in May. Yes, that is the film festival. The film festival. Correct. Right. Yeah. And then... Um, so the screenings, what we're screening there, that is still TBA. Um, we have the amazing Lilibet Foster um, on our board. She is a documentary filmmaker, and um, just what I mentioned, Taneta McIntosh, she follows all, you know, movies and film festivals around the world. So she's very important as well. So between the both of them and the rest of the board, we are we are, we are looking very closely to make that uh, more and more into a real experience as a festival. The only thing is, because of the time frames, we do it at three different nights and not three nights in a row, because that's just harder to do here. But um, but the screenings are. Just as interesting <laughs> as if you have it in in one festival in a weekend. The Virgin Islands is is, is primed to become um, a film festival location, right? Um, it, it has the potential um, if we were to um, embrace um, some of the uh, event structures that other cities on the mainland have have done. Yes, um, we have that. We have that potential, right? We definitely have. And that goes for for music and film. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the rest of the world, it is changing, right? In the past, we traveled and we say like, hey, I'm going to Boston. Uh, let me see. I'm there this week. Let me see what's 
what is happening in the city that I can attend. But now that we're all so much more mobile, um, all the younger people, they're looking at it differently. They go online and they see what is happening <laughs> and where and, oh, there is a film festival or, oh, there's these concert series. And they will they will book their visits accordingly of where they can follow certain people or certain events which opens up a lot for the Virgin Islands. That's also one of the reasons that the forum is saying, hey, we need to grow. We need to have a better presence in the community, but also um, a knowledgeable presence for the rest of the world. So that when we have an Imani wind or we have um, a Sphinx for Tozo, that that people come here because they, they love to travel there where certain artists are playing. So on both elements, the Virgin Islands has a huge potential. Um, I, I I was Googling um, the film festival uh, calendar, and um, this is all over the world. Uh, yeah. We're, um, hold on a second here. I'm, I'm on uh, www.screendaily.com. Uh, as we speak, there's the Palm, the Palm Springs International Film Festival taking place right now in, in Palm Springs. Uh, California, um, beginning today, right? There's the St. Augustine mm -hmm. uh, Film Festival. Um, let me see if that's in Florida or uh, Fort Lauderdale, right? That's that's in Fort Fort Lauderdale. Um, and then um, uh, there's one later this month in in France, uh, the Netherlands, uh, Gothenburg, yeah. Sweden, um, Belgium, Finland, and then next month. Um, there's a Victoria Film Festival in Canada. There's another one in the U.S., uh, one in Germany. Uh, actually, two in Germany, Ireland, the U.K., back to the Sun Valley Film Festival. I guess that one's down in Phoenix because uh, Phoenix is the Valley of the Sun. Let me see. Um, yeah. see where that one is located. Hold on here. Um, no, that's in Idaho. That's in, I that's in Idaho. That's in Idaho. That whole calendar proves yeah. there is. And there are people nowadays, you know, Years ago, it was just for the people that living there or people that were, you know, connected with the films that came there. But yeah. now we have people that are looking at the calendar, like you're saying, mm -hmm. and they, they plan their trips around it. Yeah. Like, hey, there's a yeah. film festival in, you know, Sundance, we go to Sundance, and then we go to Rotterdam in the Netherlands, and, and a couple of months later, let's go to Paris. So that that is definitely a change in in the vision of travelers, especially in the performing arts. No, I'm, I'm just looking at this. This is, of course, you know, the big one is Cannes uh, in, in, in France, uh, the Cannes Film Festival in, in France in May. Uh, that's, that's, that's one of the bigger ones. But, uh, oh, uh, the one in Tribeca. There's one in Tribeca in June, yeah. right? Well, the Tribeca in New York is huge. Yeah, it's and huge, then, yeah. Of course, Sundance, and then you have the one in Toronto, it's a huge one as well. Yeah, there's one in Monte Carlo. Um, yeah. This, this is, this is, wow. And they're growing. Yeah. Right where they yeah. first were a little getting smaller because of all the streaming. Now the film festivals are growing again just for what I'm saying. People are now looking where is what and then they decide to travel there. So nah, that's a whole nah. other mindset that yeah, we, we need to, we need to, we need to see what we could do there to get. Uh, to get to the point where um, our film festivals are on par um, with, with these uh, numerous events 
uh, throughout the year because these are economic engines, you know. And, they are. And, and yeah, but that's a matter of understanding, right? Change is never easy. Uh, convincing uh, machines that work a certain way for years, it's, it takes time. Um, so the time will come, and, and that's why I keep on repeating, it is really a, um, a, a great tool to get people here. And, and I cannot say it enough, people travel differently. They're not choosing the place, they're choosing activities, mm-hmm. and then they go there where the activities are. Wow, there's one in, there's one in Brussels, uh, in a lot of part of uh, June. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in Belgium. Uh, in, yes. in Belgium, early July, yeah. So this this is nice. Um, Nicole, it's always good to talk to you. Um, uh, congrats on, on what the forum provides um, from a, a artistic standpoint and uh uh, tonight, um, the the Malcolm X, the Life and Times of Malcolm X, um, at the Priorholic Hall over there at uh, Antilles School. Um, the courtyard opens at six p.m. and the screening starts at seven. Um, and for my good friend uh, for, uh, Eddie Bruce, who heading over to see that one tonight from St. John. Nice. Oh, uh, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. I texted him and, and told him. He asked me what time. I told him take the six o'clock boat, um, uh, and you could get there. Um, maybe by 6.40 after you factor in the, the boat ride and, and I ride over to the school and then uh, hang out and then the screening starts at 7. So uh, that's, that's... I uh, will be looking out for him. Yeah, yeah, so that's good. <laughs> uh, Nicole, thank you very much for making some time uh, and good, continued success over at uh, thank you so with much. the forum. And I just okay? want to quickly mention, uh, I want to thank the board of the forum. They just proposed we were a small part-time organization. Um they just proposed to me to become a full-time uh, member of the forum to really build it. Um, Neil Pryor, Penny Furchuk, Patricia Gruber, Lilibet Foster, Gershwin Sprow, um, Tynetta McIntosh, and Tom Brandt. Um, these are major engines, and Henry Ridley. These are major engines of, uh, of development that, that not everybody knows. You, so, meant, you mentioned that name, Gruber. I know that name, you know. Patricia Gruber, yes. The Peter and Patricia Gruber Foundation, they build the high school part of um, uh, of Montessori. Yeah. The Montessori yeah. school here. Yeah, but she's, she's, she's using the arts and and also the the medical field, especially, um, you know, especially, you know, the mental health part. Mm-hmm. And she's a... It's, it's a a fierce fighter for women in higher positions. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I, I also know that name because um, Peter Gruber is, is is one of the main owners for the Golden State Warriors. So ah, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I've seen him on the on the podium when they've won championships and taken that trophy. So uh, mm. yeah, yeah. So so that's good. By the way, uh, one of my listeners uh, just texted me. He said, "Did you know that?" Um, um, we used to have a VI, the VI had a film festival in the 70s at Cinema One Theater. So we had a yep. film festival back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Well, so. that is the interesting part. <clears throat> there was a lot, but it has a cycle of disappearing. And we just, that's, that's what I mentioned earlier, too. We need to look at those things and make it sustainable and, and built. Because it's always building on one or two people that have the passion, and then it fades out. But that is a loss for a community, right? 
Well, so you know, it's we, not we, about we, the persons. We, we, we need to build it as a collective so that it stays. Because, yes, there were an, was an amazing film festival. Same with concerts and education. It, it, it was all there, but we're now rebuilding. <laughs> no, we are. Uh, you know, we, we, we've had a, we've started a lot of good things here that they didn't stay here and they moved away from us. You know, we've had exactly. the, the jazz festival exactly. the, like we had on St. Croix in, in 92, 93, and 94. And, of course, yeah. you know, we had the hurricane in 95, and that changed everything. But, um, you know, we got we to gotta figure out, you know, how we're going to, you know, how we're going to, you know, work our way back into the, to the, to the consciousness and, and take advantage. Look at this beautiful, yeah. look at this beautiful weather we have now. Absolutely exactly. perfect. This, exactly. This well, is ideal and, time. And then, well, the key is very, the key is so simple. Work, we're just going to work together. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's that's, it. that's it. That's it. Thank you very much, Nicole. Appreciate you. Thank you, Neville. And uh, good luck tonight uh, with the Malcolm X, the Life and Time of Malcolm X screening at the Priaholic Hall. The Forum 2023-2024 season is in full flight. And 6 p.m. Yes. tonight, Courtyard Open, 7 p.m. Uh, the screening. Okay? Thank you very much. Exactly. Tell Deanne I say hail up. I will. I will. He is yeah. flying back later today from Uruguay. He was there at the big festival. Oh, okay. okay. Um, Five day festival there. Ah, that's in nice. the middle of nowhere on a farm. <laughs> so that is amazing no. and exciting with Paquito de Rivera and Elliot no, that, no, Franca. Nice. So that's nice. All right. Thank you very great. much. We're good. You got it. <laughs> Take care, Neville. Okay. Bye bye. And uh, see you tonight. Okay, good. Bye bye. We'll take a break. Uh, great hour. And. Uh, Hopefully get the commissioner uh, in hour number two. Be back right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. So I spent the past year trying to figure out what news designed for 21st century humans might look like. One of the things that really stuck with me was that we now know that humans actually need hope to get up in the morning. And I don't think as a journalist, I ever thought about it that way. We're always looking for new and better ways to understand the world we live in. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. The PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening, I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nabaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. 